0: Have you guys ever do you care if I bring some Zima on? Yes, I care if you bring Zima. Zima doesn't count. Zima. Uh-oh. Zima's. Dr. Dongo. Anyway, join yes. us every Saturday for a podcast that delves into the craft brew world.
2: Following, following, and the following is a journey, into comic, journey into Comics, is a journey, into comic. journey into Comics, genocide. Journey into Comics, <hands>
0: Journey into Comics, Network,
1: Network,
2: Network, Network,
1: Network, Network, Networks, Production, Production.
0: And welcome back to another episode of Crucial Tunes. I'm your host Nick Maxson, sitting here with my co-host Tyler McLaughlin. Hey,
1: hey, y'all!
0: We've got our—you've uh, been on—you've been on the show several times now, if mm. memory serves. Zach, I, Zach I, Davidson. I do
3: say yes.
1: You're our favorite um, guest.
0: Yeah, oh, you're thank, on.
3: Thank you. It's always such a pleasure being you're in the office.
0: On the episode where we just talked like pirates the whole time.
3: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, horror I mean, your heart.
0: <laughs> We just
1: kind of talked like this for the duration of the podcast. Arrgh. I tried to do a Johnny Depp impression the entire show and it was awful. And yeah, I just screamed the whole time.
3: <laughs> just. Ah! Why is the room? Wrong... <laughs>
0: Yeah, that was a weird episode. <laughs> Looking back, uh,
3: funny you mentioned that. I saw that Disney saved me ninety million dollars by not signing Johnny Depp again what? in the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Whoa! Yeah,
1: dog. We're gonna we're gonna talk about movies for a minute because I can't let this go.
0: No, you cannot let
2: that go.
1: <laughs> let's let's rewind back in time to the original Pirates of the Caribbean movie. It was good. Oh, it was real good. Fantastic. It was incredible. Didn't need to make a
3: trilogy like they decided to. Well, I actually liked so that they
1: did a trilogy, but they should have stopped there. Yeah, it's my understanding yeah, they didn't agreed. intend
3: for it to be more than just
1: that one movie. Mm-hmm. So the first movie was great. The second movie, uh, a little rough. Not not as good, but I would you, agree. If you if you could have condensed the second and third movies into one movie, I I, I mean you could have had a banger of a movie. I I believe so. And then yeah, that would and then to go four and five, I I haven't seen the fifth one. Uh, I've seen all of them. Admittedly. I've seen them. I've seen them all, and they're they're all
0: entertaining flicks. I say that with quotation marks, but in my opinion, the first two were good movies. The first one was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The second one was a good movie. Mm-hmm. The third one was like okay, and then it just I mean they don't. They get worse. yes I, every single one oh, yeah. gets worse. I oh, mean, yeah. the
1: third one was nice because it tied up a lot of the loose ends from the second movie. Yeah, but that was the entire purpose of that third movie, and it could just to tie up ends. Yeah, which when they could have just so done, then done that. Why in the did second you reopen
0: the project? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, don't I know. mean, I don't,
1: I don't know why they thought bringing Penelope Cruz in for the fourth one would have been like a big box office draw. Like, look, guys, we've got Johnny Depp. And Penelope Cruz. Yeah. Maybe if it wasn't
3: a Disney film and she could show a little bit more cleavage, they would have probably sold a little bit more. Maybe.
1: But the point that I was trying to make was Johnny Depp was really the only reason that I saw those movies. I mean, obviously, there was a lot of the supporting cast that was great. Yeah. But. Jeffrey Rush
0: was great. Yes. As Barbossa. Absolutely. And the way they brought him back at the end of the second one, it made you go, oh, fuck yeah, I can't wait for the third one. And Mm -hmm. the third one was like. All right.
3: <laughs> and it showed him in a different light, which I appreciated.
0: No, I like I like Barbosa's character a lot. I do, too. He's cool. Will Turner. Yeah.
1: St- standard, yeah. Standard. He should have not been in it, it, it anymore so after the first one. Yeah. It got
0: so weird with him.
1: Like the, the becoming Davy, Davy Jones. Right. Yeah. That was pretty cool, but
3: yeah. that was about it.
0: Yeah. You could have done that with any of the characters. Mm-hmm. It didn't need to be Will Turner. hmm Yeah. Yeah. Don't even get me started on
1: Kira Knightley. No, there's no point. There's no no point. Uh,
0: So we initially decided uh, (laughs) with this episode that we were going to uh, review the soundtrack from the movie Speed, Mm -hmm. um, the blockbuster hit. Um,
1: One of the greatest movies of its time. The year yeah. is nineteen ninety four, and revolution is here. Keanu Reeves is <laughs> rising as a star. <laughs> Hasn't about, quite hit the Matrix yet. About to blow on onto the scene, but he's well on his way.
0: He is, and I did like me. I did like me some Matrix. We're just gonna keep talking about movies. <laughs> 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 I say enough about movies. Let's go talk about this other movie. <laughs> um, so what we wait, found.
1: What we There's found. another movie. What we found though is um. After after we we got in contact with the R and D department and sat down to start evaluating and and doing our due diligence on the movie the movie soundtrack for Speed, uh, I didn't even remember that there was background music in the and, entire film, and, and we didn't and we didn't recognize a single one of
0: the
2: songs. There not were 13, any of it. There were thirteen, I think.
0: Um, but I guess I guess we might as well. Can we get uh, hey, hey, Jamie? Jamie could you pull up uh pull up the speed soundtrack? <laughs> We're having Jamie work on that that's our uh that's the guy that's handling the monitors <laughs> right now. <laughs> Let's see um so <laughs> we brought up the fact that I've got uh several copies of speed and Zach is unfamiliar with why I've got so many copies of
1: speed. I don't know how he is unfamiliar um, as much as just I'm as much sure. as you and blaine and I have talked about yeah, it. I'm sure story. I've heard of it before It's a good but. story. R- um, refresh me So
0: I, It was a Vice article I believe <laughs> About a guy Who was trying to collect Every single copy Of Speed on VHS um, he's ta- He talked about He about w- goes around And if he can buy them For less than 50 cents He'll buy them But if they're more than that He'll steal them <laughs> Straight up But right. so he's got I, I believe it was hundreds At the time I don't think it was in the thousands But he has hundreds and hundreds Of copies Of Speed on VHS Trying to collect them all so I started collecting them. So if he ever wants the full collection, <laughs> there's a final boss. <laughs> you gotta come get the, v- the Speed VHS's from Nick fucking Maxson.
1: You're gonna need a lot of zeros to get these copies of Speed, so start and right, right now I'll tell you when to stop. Music. So if, he, if you're out there, if you hear me, come find me, bro. But there's more to it. You've started collecting speed on other media platforms. Yeah, I, I want to I want to have the biggest speed collection that, it, that's ever been. If I remember right, you have a copy of Speed on Laserdisc. I do. I do. It was gifted to me recently. How Ooh. many people in the world do you think have a co- a current copy of Speed on laserdisc? I truly believe it's less than five. Goodness.
0: <laughs> um, they can't, they can't. There's no possible way that anyone would keep something like that around.
1: I forgot laserdisc even existed until that copy. It's uh, my first
0: one. It's my first laserdisc.
1: <laughs> Speed on laserdisc. Groovy. It's a mess. Okay, so uh, we
0: finally pulled up the, the soundtrack for. Uh, Thanks, Jamie. For Speed, the original motion picture, um, the very first song is called "Speed" by Billy, No by Billy Idol. No. So uh, I mean, I'm sure that's okay. <laughs> I don't know if I would recognize it. it
1: um, it'd, be, it'd be a stretch for me to say, "Oh yeah, I recognize that Billy Idol song." Yeah. No. right. <laughs> I don't. I'll just go through like my Billy Idol
3: rolodex real quick. Oh wait.
1: Oh. Do I know any?
0: Billy Idol. Did he do the? Uh, uh. Uh. Was that Rebel Yell? White Wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Rebel okay. Yell. Okay. Boom. We know some Billy Idol. Uh. Then we've got a million miles away by the Plimsouls. I don't know what the, that has the, to do the with pu- speed the or buses pu- or. The, the Plimsolls. <laughs> I'm glad I said that right. That's, that's, Imagine, everyone, the word plimsoll. It's It looks weird, doesn't it? Those, those letters don't go together. It
1: kind of hurts your brain a little bit. It
0: does. <laughs> uh, then we've got Soul Deep by the Gin Blossoms.
1: Mm. Banger.
0: Mm, no idea. Mm. Uh, let's Go for a Ride by Cracker. Go Outside and Drive by Blues Traveler. So, I mean, that, it, Blues Traveler is all right, so that's got to be okay. Maybe. I'm unfamiliar. I'm, I am, too. Uh, Crash, by Rick Acasic.
1: I thought you were gonna say Rick James, and then I was gonna get real confused. <laughs> no, we might have to. Ju-
0: we would have to just. Uh, we'd have to put the music on. Mm-hmm. Like, sorry if we get dinged. We gotta. We gotta check this out. This is for science. So now people know for sure. Like, so you guys didn't even like, listen to the soundtrack.
3: <laughs> you just looked it up. <laughs> Doing this for the sake of humanity. We don't have
0: any idea what these songs sound like. We're just like, let's see if it's worth it. And then we're like, nah. <laughs> no. We came up with a better idea. And well, the better oh. idea was <laughs> <it> just bullshit.
1: <laughs> well, just think about it. You and I both cracked open the Spotify page for this soundtrack, and we saw the likes of Billy Idol, Blues Traveler, and a bunch of other shit that we've never heard of. And the it's pencils.
0: like. uh. Maybe we should come up with a better idea.
1: <laughs> we recognize
0: some of the artists, but there's but there's a good chance that we've never heard any of these songs.
1: And we've both seen the movie quite a bit.
0: Yeah. I'm a fan, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> you could call me a fan. Um, okay, moving on. We've got you Rescue Me by Pat Benatar. Uh, okay. Hard Road by Rod Stewart. So, okay, banger. <laughs> um, then we've got Caught. By carnival strippers, that sounds interesting. Mm-hmm.
3: Caught by carnival strippers. All right.
0: Caught by carnival strippers. I'm imagining an ICP esque group. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's kind of what I was feeling. Oh. Throwing a little bit of Wu Tang. I bet the I bet the Rod Stewart song came on when Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock were were smooching at the end. Oh yeah. I bet that was that was. Mm. I'm, sat,
0: I'm upset that I don't remember. So we, that's why we can't call ourselves super fan. Whereas <laughs> we would know where all these songs
2: lay.
1: I'm I'm a big enough speed fan that it was on cable not long ago and I recorded it so I could watch it again. Good. Because I don't have copious copies of speed. We should maybe we'll start a uh I don't know. Twenty four hour
0: speed marathon. I was gonna say a podcast where we just talk about <laughs> speed. <laughs> And the merits of speed. (laughs) And before every recording, we watch speed, (laughs) so we're fresh on it. (laughs) Speed, the podcast. (laughs) That might be the worst podcast idea I've come up with. And I've come up with some bad podcast ideas. Me too. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Speed, the podcast. I... Maybe even just a one-off. No, okay, okay. Let's not get okay. We can make time. that our
1: Christmas special for Crucial Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Guys,
2: can we please?
1: <laughs> okay, we got just a couple more, and then we can put the speed
0: thing behind us. Goddamn <laughs> it! Oh, yeah, let's drink this. Let's <laughs> drink you. this beer. You're welcome. Cheers! Cheers! Yeah. Mm. Ooh. That's pie. Liquefied pie. That
1: is pie.
0: Drinking a uh blueberry dessert slushy from four fifty North Brewing Company. It's good. We're not gonna be douchebags like this Bruce's Dude's guys and talk about it any more than that. <sighs>
3: Fucking days. guys.
0: We've got uh number ten on uh the speed original motion picture soundtrack. Uh Cars ninety three Sprint by Gary Newman. Legend like a motorway by Saint Etienne.
3: Mm. Saint Etienne I'm banger. Saying, that's awful. that and hurts la- my mouth to try and say it. I
0: oh, know <laughs> my poor
3: mouth. Uh, I think a lot of brain cells trying to pronounce it. The last one left in my head.
0: The last song is Mr. Speed by Kiss. Wow. I'm not a Kiss fan, so I'm pretty
1: anti-Kiss. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like them. I'm it's, not that I, it's
0: not that I'm not a fan of their music. It's like I don't like them. They're not. They're not a good band to me. So, um,
1: Gene Simmons is a douche.
0: He is. I suffered through a uh, an interview that he did way back when '80s or '90s, and he was like, like really cringy, like like a shitty, shitty person. Oh man. Yeah, and it... it I mean. I'd say he's playing a character, but he is not playing a character.
1: You've heard the whole controversy about Gene Simmons and Kiss believing that they're the ones that came up with the devil horns. Yeah. They are adamant that they're the ones that did it first.
0: As if Dio wasn't around. Or or Alice Cooper. Yeah.
1: yeah. Cooper and Dio were the first two to to Mm. really make that mainstream. And Gene Simmons with his nine-foot-long tongue looking like a Komodo dragon is like, nah,
3: man. His That's e- us. His equally retarded uh, ego. Mm-hmm.
1: But I, I heard a story not long ago about Kiss where an older gentleman, I'm going to say probably 50s, but I don't know for sure. I mean, old compared to us. Sure. Was at a concert where Kiss and Iron Maiden were like co-headlining. Hmm. And he had just went to the merch table and bought an Iron Maiden t-shirt. And he was like a VIP ticket holder, so he got to meet with Iron Maiden and Kiss. And he had that Iron Maiden t-shirt, t-shirt on and Gene Simmons, and I can't remember what other band member from Kiss, but it was two of them, made him take off his shirt before they would sign any of, or take off the Iron Maiden shirt before he, they would sign any of his merch at all.
0: He was supposed to, he was supposed to be interviewing them. Yeah,
1: oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah.
0: Wow. The interviewer. And he said, and he wore it specifically because he he wore the Maiden shirt. It was a tour shirt that he had got when he went and saw Kiss open for Maiden. Mm-hmm. So he wore the shirt as a, "Hey guys, isn't it cool? Yeah, that I'm wearing the shirt, you know." And and they were like, "Uh, no, why the fuck would you wear another band's shirt to an interview with us?" Yep. Which I don't agree with. I mean, that that's an insane statement all on its own. <laughs> Like, what? no, if I go to, I don't even wear, like, when I go to a band's show, unless it's like a local band, but like, I don't wear a Metallica shirt to a Metallica concert.
2: Mm-mm.
0: I'm, I, I mean, and again, I I, mean, I wear I whatever's most,
1: I wear whatever's most comfortable. I want to be comfortable at a concert. I'm going to be moving, I'm going to be grooving, yeah. and I'm going to be having a good time. Yeah. And I can't be having a good time if I'm in a scratchy, constricting, uncomfortable shirt. And Just, if the I, most, bet, I bet Kiss's shirts are uncomfortable. I so bet they fucking are itchy. because their attitude is uncomfortable.
0: That's a good way to put it.
1: But it's like you you have yeah. one of the the most recognized bands in history. Oh yeah. For a lot of reasons. And it's not because your music's good. Yeah.
2: Right.
1: And if you went to anybody that is around our age right now, the average guy and said, Hey man, do you like KISS? More times than not, they're going to tell you no. Yeah. Or ask who? Bam. They were big. I mean, they were big for their time. Sure. My dad's a huge fan. But, but even then, like you had, you had so much else at that time. Why would you pick Kiss? I don't know. I, I, in good conscience, could not have. Especially now that I know that the band, especially Gene Simmons, has the kind of attitude that he does towards fans.
0: I just think it. W- it might not have been as prevalent. Because the internet wasn't a thing, right? So you would only... But but again, like the interview that I'm telling that I told you that I saw that was awful was with a, I think it was like NPR. So it's like, even when even when they whenever they went out and talked, like Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter who they were talking to, still fucking dickheads,
1: right? So I don't know. Some people people are weird, man. Have you seen? What a VIP ticket package cost for a Kiss show? Oh my imagine. god! I can only imagine. I can only imagine. I saw one, and this was one of the lower ones that I've seen, but it was like thirty fucking grand. That's that's to woo! meet wow thirty grand to meet Kiss. Who do they think they are? Uh, uh, well, if you ask Gene Simmons, they're the greatest rock band of all time.
0: I just don't agree with that. because
1: rock and roll wouldn't exist without them.
0: I mean, that is just. Wrong. It is that's, In every sense of the word, wrong, would,
1: it is. We would be better off.
3: <laughs> well, now <laughs> they, sh- they, sh- they showed the Rock and the community and the generations what not to do.
1: No, so I guess that's something.
0: Maybe. Now, I mean, don't want to give them any credit.
1: I mean, they the little bit of credit that I will give them with their whole, you know, their shtick, as yeah. we talked about earlier, with with the makeup and the costumes, because it was a hell of a show. They they did give a lot of inspiration for a lot of great bands that we have today and you know prior generations. That's but true. that's about it.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Fucking fuck you. Kiss. Yeah. Fuck kids. <laughs> let's, let's just Bunch of... let's move on to the next fucking <laughs> subject. What was the next subject? I don't know. What do you uh, got, Zach? I <sighs> I'm here. <laughs> <You're> just here. <laughs> um. Let's see. Uh oh, we were gonna talk about some upcoming shows that we're going to. Yes. Um, I, I luckily have a huge calendar right behind uh, Tyler on the wall there, so I can just kind of peek. Um, I guess the next big one that isn't a show that I book, although we do have a big show coming up, our Doom Room six year anniversary show. It's gonna be a banger. That's gonna be cool. Um, I'm going to see Parkway Drive and Killswitch Engage.
1: Mm. That concert's on a Monday, isn't it? Something weird. I'm not gonna be able to attend that. Which know. it makes me really sad.
0: Yeah. Now that I now that I got a big boy job, I might have to start rethinking going to weekday shows. Um It's a bummer. It is a bummer. Then shortly after that I'm going to see Tool. Oh.
1: That'd be nice. Are, Are you going to see him in Chicago? Yes,
0: Chicago open air.
1: I haven't got tickets for that yet, but I'm gonna try. Because every time, so Tool, my bucket list of shows that I want to see, anything Maynard related is towards the top. Yeah. I mean, it is 100% towards the top. And every time that I've had an opportunity to see Tool, I haven't been able to secure tickets. Mm. So a couple years ago, they were I can't remember if they were playing in Indianapolis or Chicago, but I had the day off. I was sitting at my computer with the ticket page pulled up. And I was refreshing it every couple of seconds as the countdown went. And as soon as that countdown hit two seconds, I hit refresh. It popped up one second, went to zero. Right when that fucker hit zero, I hit buy tickets and they were already sold out. Yeah. Good grief. And I remember it was in Chicago because I went on a tirade on an episode of uh, Podcastrophy or some show that I was on about how ticket brokers in Chicago specifically... So each ticket broker is limited to the amount that they can purchase. But they'll give, I'll give you three grand to buy this many tickets. I'll give you three grand to buy this many tickets. And I'm going to buy three grand worth of tickets. So I just bought nine grand worth of tickets. And now I'm going to triple the price on all the ones that you guys bought for me. And it's like, I don't, I mean, Pearl Jam boycotted Ticketmaster for shit like that. Good. In the 90s, you Good. know, and it almost ruined their career. And I can't see one of my all time favorite bands because of scalpers. Yes. And it's yeah. it's ridiculous. It's a
0: huge problem. And I I don't know how to solve it. I, I really don't.
1: I mean, really, the only way is don't buy don't buy the tickets from anyone other than. No occasion. Right. Well, I mean, either either buying them at the box office or buying them from, like if Metallica tickets went on sale today, buy them directly from Metallica's website. You know, that's really the only way to get around it. And even then, Metallica's not the one selling you the ticket. Ticketmaster is. Yeah. So, but I'm I'm really going to try to make it up to the open air concert when I saw what the whole weekend cost. I got a little bit hurt. Yeah, I'm sure they're, it's not cheap.
0: They're selling $20 single day tickets. What? Apparently they're not selling tickets because we bought a single we bought a single day just for Sunday for 150 bucks a piece and they're down to $20. When I went Holy when I when those cow. tickets
1: first went on sale each single day ticket was 250. yeah it was 249 a day and I was like Man, to get to see System of a Down and Tool, I yeah. will spend five hundred bucks. Yeah. So if I can sling some some twenty dollar tickets for sure. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. That yeah. Is, that is well worth the, the two and a half hour drive. Yeah, we weren't gonna go Saturday, but now that they're twenty, we might buy tickets for Saturday too. To that get makes some system.
1: That makes me feel good that they recognize that. Man, we're not we're not gonna fucking fill this venue up.
0: And they're gonna be they're gonna lose because there are fucking contracts signed, mm-hmm. and you got Tool and System of a Down. Yeah, you probably have a lot of money going into this. So just Tool oh. by itself. Oh, they have either. to be. Either, Main either, yeah. Maynard
1: doesn't do anything for free. They have to. It has to be hundreds right.
0: of of dollars to book them. Easy. Has to be. I bet you. It's close. I bet you. That would be a fun thing to figure out. I bet you it's at least half a million dollars. At least. For
1: Maynard to show up somewhere? Yeah. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Easy. Oh, just for tool to show up. Just for tool
0: to show up. I bet Jeez. it's at least half a million dollars. Christ. Because someone like when I worked at summer camp, someone like Bass Nectar, you know? Mm-hmm. Have you heard of Bass Nectar? Mm-hmm. Right. We've heard of him. May not be the biggest fan, like he he is a five, six hundred thousand dollar artist Holy for a single cow. performance. Mm-hmm. So if someone like Base Nectar is doing that, I don't know about System. System, I mean they're they're get, they're in that upper echelon now of of legendary status. Mm-hmm. Like when yeah. they play, you better fucking go. Well, cause.
1: especially because all the shows that they've done the last ten years have all been on. They've been exclusively on the West Coast. Yep. So I
3: never realized that.
1: Oh yeah, they've hmm. done a couple one offs, but, but very few and
0: far very between. Few. Hmm. They've they've played less than. I'd say less than 10 um, outings in the past decade. Mm -hmm. Um, Probably closer to five, honestly. Um, When they first came back after their hiatus, it was in 2011, Mm -hmm. and they announced they were doing something in Germany. So I went and got my passport, because I was going to go. I was like, they're they're broken up? I may never get to see them again. I'm going. Then they, shortly thereafter, announced uh, West Coast dates. I'm like... Okay, I'll save myself a couple grand. I'll go to the West Coast. And then they announced a Colorado date. I'm like, boom. So we drove out, saw him in Colorado in an open-air auditorium.
1: Awesome.
0: It was raining the entire time. I bet oh. that show was killer, though. It was wild. It was totally worth it. And then um, it was 2015 or 16. They were doing something, and they were in Detroit. Mm-hmm. So what I best. saw him
1: again in Detroit. Oh, I bet that was cool. Now it was outdoor, too, so that was Fucking awesome. But there's, there's like, Pearl Jam was in my bucket list of shows. I got to, I drove to Cincinnati a couple years ago and saw them. Was it awesome? It was incredible.
0: I love Pearl Jam. Um,
1: it was never the biggest Pearl Jam. Well, I admit. Part of the reason I'm such a big Pearl Jam fan. Can you top me off too, I my sure man? Can. Part of the reason I'm such a big Pearl Jam fan is because I like Eddie Vedder so much. He's a great guy. Well, not only is he a great guy, but, you know, he. Pearl Jam and him specifically were so so important to the grunge generation.
0: Absolutely.
1: And one of my favorite musical projects of all time is Temple of the Dog. You took took two of my favorite frontmen in history and combined them with Chris Cornell and Eddie Vedder. And before Chris Cornell passed away... They announced a small. It was like five show tour in California. Oh man! For Temple of the Dog, mm. I tried to get tickets. The lowest ticket that I could find was eleven hundred bucks. Oh my god! And then sh- and then they didn't even finish the tour before before Chris passed. Oh so. no! Man. So especially now that Chris is gone, I'm like, man, I should have spent that eleven hundred.
0: But you, especially with someone like that who's so young,
1: it's like, how are you supposed
0: to? Mm-hmm. How are you supposed to know that's the last That's the last time?
1: And Blaine and I got in an argument about this not long ago, but I wish more bands, especially that upper echelon of material that that you and I were just talking about, mm-hmm. I wish they would do more or do less West Coast-centric shows. I know. What like, is it about it? There is it? a big enough audience in the Midwest. You cannot tell me that five shows in California isn't equal to to five shows in the Midwest.
0: Yeah, the Metallica show that they just did in Indy mm-hmm. set the record for the uh um was it it was not a stadium. I don't remember where it was. I have no idea. Maybe a baseball field or something. But th- that that Metallica concert sold more tickets than anything that had ever been held in that
1: Oh, in in Bankers Life? Bankers Life. Yeah, Bankers mm-hmm. Life Fieldhouse. Yeah, they
0: broke the record for most most in attendance.
1: It used to be called Conseco Fieldhouse. Ah, okay. Right. Mhm. Okay. Really, really cool. Really, really nice place to do anything. If you ever want to go to a concert that's indoors, it is very nice. There's not a bad seat in the house for sporting <laughs> events. They'll deliver beer and food to your seat.
0: God damn.
1: For no charge. That sounds wonderful. It's incredible. <laughs> I want to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I find a show. Yeah. yeah bueno. I, I mean, I, I get, like, how, how, like as a bean from the bean counter's perspective, I get how difficult it would be to plan out a tour because yeah. you know you've got to work it out with Ticketmaster or whoever that you're going to make this much money each venue, the entire road of the tour, and then you've got all the other people involved. But you're telling me that if System of a Down announced tomorrow that January of next year they were going to play a show in Conseco or Bankers Life Fieldhouse that that motherfucker wouldn't sell out in 2 days? And and if
0: you did one, if you did one in Indy, Detroit, and Nashville, and Chicago, every, and Chicago, every single one would sell out in minutes. Mm-hmm. And if you did two dates in Indy and you did two dates in Chicago, every single one would sell out. Every single one,
1: mm-hmm. guaranteed. That's almost guaranteed money. If somebody like Luke Bryan can sell out a show, you're telling me that System of a Down isn't going to sell out a show like they do they will forever yeah yeah for the
0: rest of forever they may not be able to go do you know i don't know a hundred shows in a row right but if you go book 15 shows in a row going you know midwest down or midwest out what you're gonna sell if you do that once a year i would go see system of down every year or even or even once every even once every every
1: three years Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. y- if you go moderate with it, once every 3 years, especially if you space that time out, you might start to to kind of teeter off or peter off and not After sell shows out on. if you did it every year. That's but true. you look at you look at what Coheed and Cambria does. Coheed goes, we're going to tour real hard and then we're going to take about a year break and then we're going to make another album and then we're going to tour hard for a year and, and then we're going to take a break.
0: It's been working real well for him,
1: And I mean, I, un- I, didn't- I didn't make the Coheed show in February like I originally planned to, but when Blaine and I went and saw him last year, I had never got to see Coheed. It was always on my bucket list. Mm-hmm. And here they are fantastic. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah, they're wonderful. It's one of the best live shows, just um, audio wise, mm-hmm. that I've ever been to. Like, it sounds as good, if not better, than off the album.
0: I saw him a couple of years ago uh, playing with Between the Barrett and Me. Mm-hmm. So It was just oh, a, a dream man. show. That sounds right. great. Yeah, it was wonderful. Coheed's definitely one. They were one of the ones that I say got me into heavy metal, but they're not heavy metal. Um, they were just kind of one of those bands. I, was, I guess more, I was getting more into um, people that were really good at their instruments. Uh, cause I, it was um, Welcome Home. Um, just like the guitars and shit on that. I was just like, this is fucking epic. Mm -hmm. Right. Like you don't hear epic music on the radio very often. Right. You you hear, you can hear rocking songs, but I was like, what the fuck is this shit? And then you go listen to the rest of their music and you're like,
1: God damn. It's all that way. Yeah. It's all phenomenal. And Claudio has such, such a unique voice. voice. Oh yeah. It's, I mean, you like, so when it's Blaine and I went and saw Coheed, that great. was the first time that he'd seen him. Never really listened to their music other than Welcome Home. He hadn't? Huh, he hadn't. That's weird. And Well, and I said the same thing. I was like, you're telling me that you you haven't dived balls deep into Coheed like I have? He's like, no. I said, do you want to listen to the new album on the way up there? And he said, no, I want to experience it all live. And I was like, okay. You're in for a hell of a show. And Ooh. when oh. they played... Um, uh. um the, the the ballad.
3: Um, oh, they've got a couple. This, um, the soft one. The ballad of a dicky
0: boobie.
1: I don't know. I'm doing a podcast, so my brain doesn't work.
0: That's how it usually happens. I was really into... Um, so, it was... It's such a long fucking title. Good Apollo on Burning Star or something like that. Volume 4? yeah. That, I really like that one, and No World for Tomorrow, and then the one before with Delirium Trigger. Um, it has the fucking dragonfly or something. It's a green cover.
1: Mm-hmm. In Secrets of Keeping Secret, or er, in Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth. Yeah, yeah.
0: I've not listened to the uh, the past album or two, maybe.
1: Uh, the new one. So the new one was originally supposed to be half of what it is right now. So it's the Dark Sentencer slash I don't remember the other title, but they basically took two albums and combined them into one. Interesting. They released a couple. Thank you. They released a couple uh singles from the Dark Sentencer, and then they were they received they were they were received so well that they're like, you know what, we'll just do a little more. That's awesome. Huh. That's cool. Right, is it
0: still they for I know that most of their albums all feed into one storyline. So Ex- there's like one, at least one that's not.
1: So the the combined album is called uh, the Unheavenly Creatures. Damn. So they awesome. took the the last album before this one was totally separate from the story, and then when they did the Dark Sentencer slash Unheavenly Creatures, they went back to that story. Cool. So they're still doing it. Interesting. Still incredible. <laughs> um, wake up is. was the song that I was trying to... Oh, the, yeah. You know, the soft... I mean, just... Oh, mm. yeah.
0: The tearjerker.
1: So, as far as shows that I'm going to try and go see, uh, I think I'm going to go to the Three Days Grace show.
2: Hmm.
1: Because that will be all right. Because a lawn ticket's like only 20 bucks. Who else is playing that? Is that the Breaking Benjamin yes. one? Yes. Oh. Now,
0: see, I want to go see Breaking Benjamin again because they were my first... I think they... I would say they're my first favorite band. And I've seen um, them probably a handful of times. They were my first concert. Our first concert was Breaking Benjamin with Seether at a bar when I was like 13. But they let me in. They're like, okay, as long as you just behave yourself. I was like, great.
1: There was a couple times in high school that you went and saw them, and every time I couldn't go, and I was like, God, I hate that fucker just because I can't (laughs) go. But. Ultimately, the reason I'm going to that show is because when I saw Breaking Benjamin last summer, uh, Benjamin Burnley's voice was struggling real, real hard, so it did not sound good at all, Um, but he's got his guitarist slash backup vocalist sounds identical to him, Really? so Burnley would sing a little bit. And then he would just kind of jam, and then his guitarist would do everything else, and it sounds identical. Nice. So I was like, okay, that's cool. You know, it was still a good show, and I I want to see him again. Um, but I'm gonna go to the. What is it? Slipknot, Volbeat.
0: Gojira and Behemoth. Yes, I will definitely Ooh. be there. That
1: looks awesome. So I know we a were lot of. I know a lot of people are really down on Volbeat, but. They're all right. Why? Are, I mean, why are they bad? They're just all right, you know. Yeah, it's worth going. They're not th- bad. No.
0: Are they? Are they a band that I listen to? No.
1: But if it comes on the radio, I'm not gonna turn it off no. just because it's I kind of like his voice.
0: Mm-hmm. His voice is different.
1: I'm Not gonna go out of my way to go like to a Volbeat concert though.
0: But I've been saying I've been saying that I want to go see uh, Slipknot. I'm not even the biggest Slipknot. Fan, I'm not either.
1: I but go see Slipknot they've again. got such
0: a crazy show. I want to see it while I still can. And when I saw that their next tour was with Gojira, I would go pay top dollar to see Gojira. I'm like, great. I've been wanting to see Behemoth. I've been wanting to see Slipknot. Perfect excuse because mm-hmm. that show's going to be fucking wild. Yeah,
3: that lineup looks
1: dope. And you can get a lawn ticket at cheap Ruhoff.com. Deer Creek Wireless Verizon Home Music Center Mortgage Center
0: HD Remix.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, for 20 bucks. Yeah, that's not bad at all. And so up until last year, I had never went there for a concert. Really? Yeah. Mm. I just I I'm a guy that when I go to a concert, I like to sit down and watch the show. Yeah. Kind of like going to the movies, but After that first ticket or that first show that only cost me 20 bucks, why would I not come back to this? Yeah. yeah. Especially now I've got a spot staked out, which is right behind the hearing-impaired interpreters. Yeah. So not only do I get to see what's going on on stage, but I get to see someone who's passionate about what they're doing. Right. Just getting into it and killing it.
0: Oh, yeah. I've never seen one of those people do it live.
1: The the last time I went, uh, which was... It was Five Finger Death Punch, Breaking Benjamin. Death Punch was awful, by the way. They're juggalos now, and I hate them.
0: They're juggalos. They're
1: juggla- They're one 100% juggalos now, and oh. I'm not okay with that. That doesn't sound That's me. not good. But uh, it was Death Punch, Breaking Benjamin, Nothing More, which is one of my favorite up-and-comers. Nothing more. I'm, I'm a big fan of them. I'll have to check them out. Um, oh, and Bad Wolves. Bad Wolves is supposed to be there, but we missed... We missed that set because we got there late. But uh, we stood right behind the hearing impaired people again in our little little spot that we've staked out. And this woman was probably in her mid-40s to late-40s. And she had three or four deaf people in front of her. And that woman did not stop the entire concert. Was as enthusiastic as I've ever seen any human being be. <laughs> Holy cow. And, and she meant it. That's a real cool thing Which to do. Which was see. cool, you know. So
0: That's awesome.
1: I've got a bunch more lined up, but I can't remember them off the top of my head. I didn't prepare for the podcast. Yeah, no. Well neither. enough?
0: No, I didn't either. Um I about tickets for August Burns Red.
1: How are they live?
0: Amazing. Really? Amazing. They have never disappointed me. All their music does every album it may not be better than the last, but it's as good. Um, I, so in my opinion, they've never put out a bad album. I've seen them four times, I think. They're killer. They're the nicest guys in the world. I've met them a couple times. Nicest dudes in the world. Just down to earth dudes. Yeah. So just
1: love playing music.
0: And it, the music's so fucking good. And the album, they're doing a ten year anniversary run Ooh. of the album that got me into them. So cool. Yeah. Constellations. I believe it's July first. It's a Monday. So I'm not excited about that, but I don't fucking care. It's going to be amazing. And those sold out immediately, too. Did they? Yeah. A lot of those are going to sell out.
1: Man, the internet's great, but it's infuriating when concert tickets sell out immediately. I know. Or
3: before you even buy them.
1: Exactly. I mean, literally.
3: They're spoken for already.
0: I hate that shit. I'm trying to remember where that show's going to be. It's in Chicago. There's a lot of really cool venues in Chicago. My, my my latest favorite is uh the bottom lounge. You walk in and uh you go up some stairs and it's a big open room. There's uh they've got like more than twenty taps, all really good craft beer. They've got ten pinball machines and then there's a wall and a door into the actual concert hall and it can huh. fit probably anywhere from three to four hundred people in it wow
1: so it's a pretty pretty it's, big little yeah. place
0: and they've got they got good food like it's it's tight it's a really cool spot the bottom lounge
1: the bottom lounge the bottom lounge I'm a big fan of the Copernicus Center
0: the Copernicus Center
1: so it's an old Victoria like style theater that they remodeled Ooh. it's not that far away from Wrigleyville maybe 15 minutes huh. but I saw Kansas there Two oh, years ago. I bet that ooh. was the... Or three years ago. So, a little backstory on that. Kansas played at... What was that? Hot Summer Nights? Is that what, the festival that we used to have downtown that they canceled? Uh, dancing in the Streets. Dancing, in the streets, dancing in the streets. That's what it was. So, they they Kansas was the headliner for Dancing in the Streets. Yeah. So, I was like, Kansas is one of my favorites of all time. Yeah. I gotta go. Yeah. Skylar was pregnant. So we got there a little early, and I'm like, okay, I have to feed you. Otherwise, you'll turn into a gremlin. What do you want to eat? <laughs> I want a pulled pork sandwich. So I waited in line for 25 minutes for a pulled pork sandwich. Whew. Right when I got into line, I said, okay, right up there is where I want to sit. I want to I want to nail that spot down right there in the grass. She goes, okay. She just looked at me, and I said, go get it. I, <laughs> I want to stand here in line with you. So I walked out of that line, looked at my spot, and there was about twenty five people in it. Shoulder to shoulder and I was I just got instantly sad. <laughs> like, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. Yeah, like everyone really wanted that. So we barrel our way into the crowd. Uh she only ate two bites of that sandwich that I waited twenty five <laughs> minutes for. And and they literally um they they played two songs they finished point of no return and she she looked at me she goes i don't feel good
0: oh no uh,
1: and she had like a panic attack slash like i'm really nauseous all these people are getting to me it's like 700 degrees cuz it's summertime and there's yeah, a lot of people and sure. it was crowded as fuck yeah so we left i'm mad I'm, I'm I'm as mad as I've ever been at that woman in my life. <laughs> First I was sad, then uh, I was mad. We're walking down the street, my back is to the stage, and as I'm rounding the corner almost to our vehicle, they start playing uh, Dust in the Wind. Uh. <laughs> so I got even more mad, <laughs> drove home, got her inside. I said, are you going to survive? <laughs> I think I'll live and I left and went straight to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I sit down, and I'm fucking pounded beers, because I'm just, I'm depressed. Just <laughs> just this fucking show. This couple just- walks in and sits down next to me, and they're raving about how awesome the Kansas concert oh, was. God damn it! Which just spirals me that much more. <laughs> they played Carry On My Wayward Son as the last song, and they played it twice. Yep. Oh, goodness. And... I was just getting more and more mad and I was getting ready to close my tab out and leave. And the lady goes, yeah, at the end of the show, they said that they're playing another show in Chicago in a couple months. And I was like, really? She said, the tickets are on sale right now. I got on my phone at that bar and bought tickets (laughs) that moment. I fought the world series parade in Chicago. It took me two and a half hours to get through Chicago to the Copernicus Center. Oh god Because wow. I had to fight I had to fight the parade to get there. Wow. Yikes. But I fucking saw him. Good. And it was awesome. Good. <laughs> and you had to sit down in a comfy seat. Well, I didn't sit down very much, but I did have a comfy seat. Nice. I Good. was on I was on my feet the whole time. Good. For Kansas. Yeah. That's magical. And I had a boner. I, yeah. <laughs> I believe that.
0: Musical boner. Perfectly <laughs> acceptable. A perfectly acceptable musical boner. Oh,
1: my God.
3: Not wrong in any sense of the word. No, nope. perfectly normal musical
1: boner. Well, it was such a win for me because there's so many bands that I've tried to see in the past that I just cannot get tickets for. Tool, Coheed was that way. Then I had the you know the Temple of the Dog debacle where I was ready to sell one of my testicles so I could fly to California and see that show. Yep. Yep. And I finally won just a little bit with Kansas, so.
0: You need, you need those wins, every now uh, and they again.
1: don't come very often. But when you no. get them, they
3: feel good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I hear uh, Evanescences make an up and coming. Shut. Are your you being serious?
2: <laughs>
3: right. uh, we we discovered
0: uh, <laughs> an artist. Would you like to talk about this artist?
3: I think i would just just like to share a little tidbit.
0: You just want to.
3: <laughs> I think we're just gonna.
1: Do little show and tell.
0: Oh, this is really this is this is magical.
1: Don't fuck with me though, because if if Evanescence is going on fucking tour, I will. Yeah, go. but
3: they ha- they have a new lead singer.
1: Amy Lee's not in charge anymore. Uh, so, so I'm told.
3: <laughs>
2: he hey, Tyler. That's awesome. <laughs>
0: Uh <laughs> <laughs> I, I my reaction is the same every time too.
1: Okay, okay, that's uh I'll he does this regularly.
0: It it was brought up a couple weeks ago and It's just golden goofy goofy, goofy wake me up is now I can't wake up. Save, Save me, me. <laughs> It's <laughs> it's so fucking ridiculous. <sighs> uh but every time it gets brought up I just you can see it in my face the life draining out of me
1: <laughs> not again I wish I wish you would have freeze framed how excited I was <laughs> I there for a second and then the moment that that started to play and I just got crushed
0: drained just I yeah. was already I, I was
1: already it. low enough emotionally so thank you'm <laughs> <laughs> hey, i here for.
0: <sighs> yeah but
1: I mean I'll go on record if evanescence was like hey we're gonna do a couple shows. Mm. I'd go I, I really liked him When
0: I was When I was younger I've not
3: Do they still make music Mm-mm. I don't think so no. I think I feel like she does Something else For a living now
1: Amy Lee I mean she did Some solo stuff For a while She did Did she But I don't know That it was very good
0: I mean her voice Is great
1: <sighs> I hear for what It
3: was worth Evanesha put on A hell of a show
1: She's a
0: wonderful lady Ms. Amy Lee
1: was that band Twelve Stones ever as popular as they were during that one song? Did they ever Twelve Stones? You know familiar? the the male the male vocals from Wake from Wake Me Up. Oh, is that who that was? Yeah, it was Paul. It's either Paul or Ryan something from Twelve Stones. Huh. I
0: figured I, it was just one of the guitarists. Or and something. I don't know that band yeah. was
1: ever relevant again. Stand by.
3: Jamie, look that up for me. Jamie <laughs> got the R
1: and D department going on it.
0: Yep. What else do we got going on?
1: I have a question. Yes. So a good friend of mine, Clint Chase, who we yes. went to high school with, just mm-hmm. texted me and said, "Anyone want to get down with the clown?" What? Oh no. And I don't know how. I don't. I don't. What do I do? Oh, don't know. No. Oh, oh
0: no. You tell them that we're on our way. Do you on ask him we're, on we're going our way? Chicken hunting. <laughs> To his location To do the thing that needs to be done <laughs> uh, <laughs> Consider yourself juggled <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oof. 12 Stones Okay
0: Checking it out
1: 12 Stones is an American Christian rock And post-grunge band That was <laughs> formed in 2000 In Mandville, Louisiana
0: no! <laughs> no!
1: The band currently consists oh, no. of Paul McCoy. That's who it was. Weaver, Eric Weaver, and Sean Dunaway. Yeah.
0: That doesn't sound good.
1: Uh, so, Christian rock. So realistically, they were only relevant then. Yeah. For that one
0: 15-second wow. <laughs> period.
1: So I I got free... Uh, like a free vacation getaway when I was in eighth grade, I think. Whoa. It was at, like, this Christian retreat at Ball State. Oh. Nice. But I was with my hood rat friends who, like, you know, every time we walked in the church that they went to, it should have caught on fire kind of thing, you yeah, know? Yeah, absolutely. But there were three bands that played, four bands, and they were all good. Huh. One was called Red. Oh, they were you yeah. Know, they're a Christian rock band. Yeah, I know who Red is. They were good. Pillar was another one. They were pretty all right. Okay. Pod was there. What? I definitely yep. heard of Pod. Holy shit. Pod was there. They played a hell of a show. And then you remember the the song, "My Life Be Like." Ooh ah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Ooh, they played too. Wow. <laughs> so it was a banger of a concert. <laughs> no shit. But. Wow. Only only Christian rock that I've ever been like, fuck yeah!
0: Damn. <laughs> Shit.
3: I always thought P.O.D. was great. I'm not even gonna lie. I don't
0: know if I know any of their songs. Well, it, I mean, I know the few, but...
1: Yeah, babe, yeah.
0: I never dove in. So
1: I don't just... really know that there was an opportunity to dive in. No,
0: there, were, there was
1: a... I mean, Chris, it was a fleeting moment. Bands like P.O.D. and Saliva were like, here's where we're at, and now we're gone. <laughs> Yep. I don't feel so good, Mr. Stark.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then they're just gone.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: You, have you guys thank got- you, Thanos.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag thank you, Thanos. Have you guys got your endgame game tickets yet? No. No. I got mine today.
0: You going to the Rocket 7? A-
1: no, I'm going to Eastside 10. That's what I meant. Yeah, with the reclining seats. Yes. When does it come out again?
3: April twenty sixth. Twenty sixth. I will be on vacation, so I am definitely going. Did so you
0: have reserved seats? Yes. We'll have to collaborate after this and buy ours so we can
1: Four PM was the only show time that they still had available. He on that Friday. Still available. hmm Wow. So many people bought tickets today, it crashed the internet. Wow. Makes I'm
0: gonna have to stay off the internet until I watch it because there's no way that spoilers won't be abound. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm excited to nerd out very, very hard
1: My that. My wife and I were both leaving work early that day, and I bought the tickets right before I came over here because I'd been trying to get tickets all day. Yeah. And I, I asked her, I said, hey, could you take this day off? Because the only showtime that I could find that had tickets available was the 11 o'clock in the morning on that Friday. Mm-hmm. I said, you want to take the whole day off? And she goes, well, I don't know if I can. Mm-hmm. And I was like... I might have to go see it without you. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to go. Uh, but I found that 4 o'clock, and I was like, would it be easier for you to leave work early? Yes. There we go. Instantly bought him, and I said, okay. As I hit purchase, I was like, you do understand that this movie is over three hours long? Yes. And she's like, there will be no pitching, no whining." And I, I was like, you know how I do when I get to the movies, unless I am going to piss my pants. Even I mean, even then, I I probably still won't get up.
3: Pinch it off, pinch I'll it off. I bring a cup.
1: Yeah, I got I got that sixty four ounce movie theater drink. I'll yep. fill that dude up. Yeah, because this is the most ambitious project in cinema history. Absolutely, oh, yeah. Without this a is, doubt, this is the culmination, the culmination of, of twenty.
0: Of an, some, <laughs> just
1: <laughs> not just that, but an era. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, totally. We get to be a part of this. Like, every other generation of people has had something. We fucking have this. And who's going to
0: do something like it?
3: DC's trying to right now, but we all but see they're, how that's going. Not Star Wars is the only Star other Wars one.
0: Star Wars has potential to, to uplift their franchise, which I think that they can do. Oh, yeah. Because I love... And Everything Star Wars. And, if we're Wars.
3: being honest, since Disney is mainly the help now, let's be real, they have a lot more money at their disposal. They can but they're make fucking
0: this... bitches with their money.
3: Okay, yeah. Yeah, you got me.
0: Oh no, Han Solo only made $200 million. Let's scrap some
1: projects. What? You only... Made $200 million. The only caveat to that is we don't know how much they paid Ron Howard to save that film to what it was. So right. the $200 million that it made could have been what they paid Ron Howard to make the movie. Right. We don't know. Right. I'm not defending Disney by any means. No. Because I also, much like you, loved Solo.
0: Yeah, you know, because I'm an actual fucking
1: fan of Star Wars. Star Wars had some great soundtracks
0: yeah, they did. So they need many to, good soundtracks. They, I, but I will be the first to admit that in the new generation of Star Wars, nothing. no, no Nothing sticks no, out. Th- there has not been a Duel of the Fates.
1: Thank you for saying it, because I was going to if you didn't. Duel of the Fates is, is one of the greatest songs ever. John Williams, man. That he fucker. Is, John Williams
0: is, is one of the, the greatest people in the world to me. He's done so much iconic music
1: and there's people out there that like nay say John Williams like oh listen to this from the 30s that he took inspiration from and copied it and let's be honest every artist in history does that to each other every single in some way boy. it does nobody, nobody nobody makes fun of of their favorite
0: uh uh protagonist in a movie like <laughs> just ripping off parts of Jesus oh just ripping off parts of- yeah there's, it's a here with a thousand faces, you know? That that same fucking concept. Mm-hmm. Like You're going to borrow,
1: you know? But John Williams didn't steal fucking Duel of the Fates from anybody. No, he no. sure fucking didn't. He brought Duel of the Fates straight from his balls. <laughs> like He, he, he slung
0: them on the face of the world. <laughs> and never have I been so excited about the process. And the world said
1: more. I a, did. A thousand violins carried... John Williams' balls to all of our faces, <laughs> like the ships of Sparta carrying its soldiers to Troy,
0: and we welcomed it
1: open mouth. <laughs> yes, like y'all, y'all don't even need no Trojan horse, fam. Just come on in. <laughs> I got the doors right open for you. Come on. Just come on. Wait, in. you got a double sided lightsaber? Come on. No, bring, dude, bring your friends. Come on or, in. Or
0: I don't think. See, and uh, like with Episode Seven, they nailed it the trailer the same way they did with episode one like oh yeah it's been a decade star wars is back you ready for this and you see fucking the, the effects for episode one were wild you saw that double-sided lightsaber with a dude who had fucking horns on his head his skin was black and red you're like the oh, pod racers the pod racers the pod the, the racers yes spun around and have the, the, oh everything and they kind of did it a little bit with Seven, where they, but they only had the Kylo Ren like, lightsaber. That's what I'm thinking of where they, they're trying to get you in on it. I love you, yes. love you, love you, Star Wars, but get me excited again, please. I was excited about the, the possibility of an Obi-Wan movie. I think the last thing that really, really excited me
1: was that the Game of Thrones guys
0: are doing a trilogy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited about well, that. Well,
1: you've got you've got the Game of Thrones guys doing a trilogy. You've got Favreau doing The Mandalorian which oh, yeah. which has an
0: all-star cast.
1: And you have like guest directors for episodes like like they're basically vignette in the series with uh Tycho Waititi was one of them. Yep. He directed an episode. Um, and that's Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. right?
0: Yeah. Oh. And which was one of my favorite definitely
1: Doctor definitely one great. of the best films in the Marvel it franchise it is different yeah it is it is the most unique film in yes. the series for sure i want to watch it it's man. got a little bit of guardians and it's got a little bit of avengers and it's got a lot of thor the soundtrack was sick bam the soundtrack was it's got was fucking sick. jeff goldblum yeah you can't
0: go wrong it's with it it's got jeff korg goldblum. yeah it's just I mean, all the good it's just <laughs> all the
1: good good but uh I got I got real sad when they canceled the Boba Fett film.
0: Yes, because I a lot with that.
1: I'm a sucker for anything Mandalorian. And then they're like, "Hey, we're going to do a show called The Mandalorian." All right. Well, Sign I'm instantly up. hard again. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Welcome back, My Boner. <laughs> dropping I'm dro- writing that down as a band name. Dropping- Welcome back, comma, My Boner. <laughs> dropping exclusively on the Disney streaming service, which I will get day I, one. No, hands I'm down, getting.
3: hands down. I,
1: <coughs> there should be so much Primo content on that platform. Their entire library. Yeah. Every then, movie, every show in history that anything that Disney has touched since its inception will be on that streaming service.
0: It's going to be fucking magical.
1: And I canceled. So I canceled cable. Um, Actually, I take all my shit back on Saturday. I'm doing the YouTube TV route. Okay. I really like their channel lineup for streaming. And I, I get Hulu for free since I pay for Spotify Premium. Nice. But, uh, like, I've done all of this in preparation, basically, for the Disney streaming service. Because my kid, Ruby needs one thing. Disney. That's all she needs. Yeah. To be, to like, she doesn't sit and watch TV all day long anyway. But when she wants to watch TV, it's Disney or nothing. Yeah, I've watched Wreck It Ralph seven hundred times in the last two days. It's good stuff. In the last twenty four hours, <laughs> seven hundred times. <laughs> that's, that's okay, you know. I'm reliving it. Again. I'm bad, and that's okay. I'll never be good, and that's not bad. Like Ralph's my man. Yeah, yeah. Um, but one, once the Disney streaming service drops, like it's it's game over. It is.
0: Yeah. Did you see Wreck It Ralph two? Oh yeah.
1: It's good stuff. So I signed up. For the um, Disney movie Club, have you ever heard about that? Mm-mm. So it's a free it's a free like club, but basically it gives you access to every everything that Disney has ever put on any form of view it at home mm-hmm. any form of media. So the only stipulation to maintain your membership is in your first two years of membership, you have to buy four movies. At minimum, at minimum 1995, okay? That's not bad. So you figure you buy minimum of one movie a year anyway, so just buy another one, and then you've got your thing. But Disney, the, the movie club, they pick a featured title every month, and you can either opt into it, opt out of it, or just do nothing, and then they'll mail it to you and charge you for it anyway. So the first month that I was a member was rec- Ralph Breaks the Internet. Nice. So I got and they discount all their stuff. So the 4K Blu-ray version of Ralph Breaks the Internet was like 30 bucks. Yeah. I got it for $21. That's a big difference. So that saved me, you know, 8 9 bucks. 30%. And then last month's was The Little Mermaid uh 4K like anniversary edition and if if you bought that you got for like $3 you got The Mermaid 2 and The Mermaid 3. Is a third? Little Mermaid? Apparently. I didn't know that. Well, I didn't know that. So I got all three movies for 48 bucks. Not bad at all. And then this month's was the new Mary Poppins. Yeah. And that's $20. Nice. So They're pushing it hard lately. Mm-hmm. They, got, they got a lot of stuff coming out. Now, I'll definitely cancel it once the Disney streaming service drops. Because then yeah. I won't need to own them. Anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But if I wanted to collect, you know, collect them, I've got a line. So, it's free other than having to buy four movies total. In two years. In two years. So, definitely check it out. Just look up. Like you said, you're going to spend that money regardless. I'm going to buy four movies in two years anyway. And there's a good
0: chance that there'll be a Disney movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Especially, does Star Wars movies count?
1: All the Star Wars is on there. All the Marvel Cinematic Universe is on there. Yeah, they've got like made-for-TV movies that came out in the '90s that you don't ever hear about anymore. On there, they've got Disney Channel original movies. They've got the entire Disney Vault on there. Dude, no, I bet you Xenon is on
0: there. I I bet you there are fifteen to twenty Disney Channel original movies that I don't think are in my brain. And I'll hear the title and go, Oh
1: my god! Motocro- that movie? Motocross is, is on there. Motocross is a good one. Motocross Xenon. skate is, is on there.
0: Xenon, the sequel. It's on there. Um Oh my goodness. I got down on some Disney Channel original movies back in the day. Oh mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Let's get home the, from school. The like, good days. What am I gonna watch today? Yeah. Xenon, no problem. Yep. Yeah, Disney
3: just wonderful.
1: Disney Channel just had that sauce with the movies back in the day. Maybe. Disney's g- always got the sauce. They do. <laughs> I'm ready. We, for, yeah. we got
0: we we were born in a good era for TV, both Nickelodeon and Disney. Like mm-hmm. I was an Even Stevens kid. Mm, I but, didn't really you
1: know, care for Even
2: Stevens.
0: It, I loved. I like how Shia LaBeouf grew up to be that <laughs> character.
3: <laughs> it, it, what? Just One hundred percent. He is
0: his character in Even Stevens. It's so mm-hmm. funny. Oh my goodness.
1: But the reason this is all relevant is all that primo content that we got force fed to us from Disney in the 90s all had bangers of soundtracks.
0: They did. And that was the theme of this Preach. episode of Crucial Tunes Soundtrack Edition. We <laughs> <laughs> didn't know it was Soundtrack Edition. We but took it a was.
1: couple different paths, but we strayed back. We made it. We made it. I think, I think we're I think we're there too.
0: I think we made it. I was scared at the beginning. I was like, I, I hope that we can make our way through this. Uh-oh. But we did, we did. We made it past the hour mark.
3: Oh boy,
1: I'm proud wow. of us. It, felt, it feels like we've been sitting here for fifteen minutes. Yeah, I know. Just just riffing, talking shit to each other. Yep, yeah, yep. yep. Back Which in. is okay. So before we end it, I just want to get a show of hands. Who is ready for Disney to be our new world order?
0: Uh, I'm in. Hand, all hands are I up. Mean, the the People's Republic of Disney. Yes. I, that that meme is one of my favorite memes of all time. With a mouse standing where up it, up top. It breaks down how it's going to happen.
1: Mm-hmm. Um where
0: Disney goes to war with with uh with the it's 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 great stuff. Maybe if we uh uh when this airs we'll try to put the meme in the in the comments so everyone can join in on that People's Republic of Disney. That's what it was. Um, it's wholesome. Up. Sign me up, man. It's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm seriously ready for it.
1: I want to feel like a little kid I every know. day.
0: I know, I do. For the rest of my life. We're sitting in a room filled with games and all sorts of fun stuff. All about it. Collections of stuffs.
1: Where do you you keep your speed collection? Is it in a vault somewhere?
0: Um, I'm actually not going to disclose it. Because I don't want my nemesis to find me. You
1: don't want prying ears to to get the secret. I
0: will defeat you. (laughs) I don't know who he is. I don't remember his name. But.
1: He's going to show up on your door one day. You'll defend all those copies his with <laughs> his last breath. I challenge you to a d- 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 duel. <laughs> <laughs> He's got one of those arm things, but it's just full of copies of Speed. <laughs> He's driving the bus from Speed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the bus that <laughs> he Sandra everywhere yep. to collect all of his... Sandra Bullock's tied up inside. (laughs) Hey, man, you didn't have to kidnap Sandra Bullock. Well, I couldn't get Keanu Reeves, so I had to get her. (laughs)
3: Baldur
0: Dash. He just jumps off the bus, and then, like the bus is because it, it can't
1: stop.
3: It's, it's going to, 55 it, miles an it's hour. But it's going to be Keanu Reeves as John Wick.
1: Yeah,
0: and it'll he'll just
1: they'll circle the block, we're while while <laughs> in here fighting. God damn it! <laughs> I'm really excited. For Let this. me stall him for a little bit when that happens because I want a world star. Yeah. <laughs> Introducing
3: oh. Speed Two. <laughs> no, this, oh. would, this would be Speed Three or Four. Yeah, I was
1: gonna say there is a Speed Two. Oh my Christ! It's no. awful. No. No. It's real bad. No.
0: We'll call it speeding for God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Episode 5.
1: Uh-oh. The once new you, speed. Once you collect them all, you become a demigod like oh. Thanos. That's what I think will
0: happen. <laughs> then I can just snap that bastard out of existence.
1: Snap all the, the copies of something that you hate out of existence. Mm. What would it be? Wham. It would
0: be the Han Solo haters. Fuck you bastards. All
1: gone. I would. All of them. I would snap Wham and all of their fans out of existence. Ooh. I would probably snap the Jonas Brothers and all of their fans out of existence. <sighs> yeah, but.
0: They're not the worst.
1: I mean, they're pretty bad, but one of them's engaged to Sophie Turner. So if you take that Jonas. Sophie
3: Turner
0: is engaged really? to a Jonas Brother? Oh, no.
1: no. I, I have to take it back.
0: Wow. I, just can't.
1: I mean I'm a big I'm a big Macy fan. I, me too. I, I, I'm not mm-hmm. really a big Sophie fan, but, no, but but they're kind of a package deal. Yeah. yeah. No, they're they're Starks. Yeah.
0: As my people. I don't know why, but my peeps. I feel for I feel for the Starks.
1: I'm an ironborn kind of guy myself.
0: Yeah? Those guys are angry. They
1: are angry all at, the time. At their lot in
0: life. <laughs> Does that not describe <laughs> me? Come on. <laughs> Damn you,
1: existence!
0: <laughs> oh, fuck! All right, we're gonna trail off into into another thing that we, we that has nothing to do with tunes. Uh, so let's cut it. Let's, let's squeeze the life out of this one.
2: It's
1: like Disney squeezed the life out of Fox, <laughs>
0: bitches! I like the Han Solo fans <laughs> squeezed the life out of the Star Wars universe.
1: The Alien Queen's a Disney princess now, and you can't change my mind about that. God damn
0: it. <laughs> I just want to go on a, on a Han Solo hater killing spree now. <laughs> Maybe it. we should make
3: an episode talking about how much you hate the Han Solo. Do age. it during
0: Lafayette I will. That would be perfect. We'll have a panel.
3: Let's let's have a Star Wars <laughs> panel. A
0: Star Wars panel. I want to do the that. The Han Solo
3: movie was great. It changed my mind. All
0: right. I'm going to write down that last idea in my notepad of ideas after I break my tooth <laughs> smashing the mic into my face oof oh ouch alright well uh, what do we how should we wrap this up anyone have any ideas
1: thanks for joining us Zach we always appreciate your companionship oh shucks you were fun to bush. talk to and you look push. like you look like Howard Moon from <laughs> from old Greg. I do it for you. I'm glad you were able to
0: bring that back into the fold. <laughs> we did a whole lot of swinging back around. Like we we made it back to speed. We made it back. We, we did a good job, guys.
1: This was the swinging dick show. All right. Uh, uh, so uh,
0: we will see you on the next episode of Crucial Tunes, where um, I think we're I think we were going to dive into um, the upsides and downsides. Of uh, Dolly Parton, I think that's what we decided.
1: And and, excellent. And I wanted to go on a rant about how Duran Duran is a worthwhile musical group,
0: and how I would still go see Phil Collins if he came around. So.
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> we'll save it for next time <laughs> on another
0: episode of Crucial,
2: Crucial Tunes. Tunes. Oh.